Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, your host, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, friends. I am very excited today to come full circle in a super nerdy, data-driven way on the episode I published called Fall Edits and a New Decluttering Target, in which I previewed a conversation that I had with Shira Gill on organized living reframes and solutions. And that episode went live recently, and I will link it up in the notes. So as a reminder, or in case you haven't heard either of those episodes yet, In my conversation with Shira, she talked about how when she's working with clients, pretty much always it's a volume problem first before even getting to the organizing. And she said that on average, she helps her clients reduce their volume of stuff by 30 to 50% before they even get to the organizing. That number just kind of blew my mind and I loved how tangible it was too. And as I was thinking about my love for micro actions and data and rules, while I was talking to her, I was thinking, okay, maybe for some of these micro categories, I should shoot for a 30 to 50% reduction target inspired by this conversation with Shira. And that is what I talked about setting an intention to do in that episode, Fall Edits and a New Decluttering Target. Now, I'm here to report that having put this target into practice on a number of occasions, I am utterly obsessed. And it is so concrete and simple that others in my household are even getting on board. And listen, the reality is the big joke around here is that when I say, okay, everybody, time to tidy, there's a little bit of an eye roll. So it's pretty exciting that this 30 to 50% target is really resonating with my fellow habitants. Now, the key to this 30 to 50% decluttering target is identifying really concrete zones and things you can count quickly. So just as a little background, in the fall edits episode, I was talking holistically about general editing goals related to a number of categories. For example, my office, 
my computer desktop, which is a mess, my phone, social media, high touch working documents, also non-digital things like my bathroom drawers, my closet, a shelf in the dining room storage area that's all mine, my cookbooks, and also shoes and outerwear in the common high traffic areas on the first floor of my home. But I have to say again, the key to this process, the 30 to 50% target is going micro. You need to be able to easily and quickly count the number of items in order to calculate a percentage. That is what is so satisfying, in addition to just the speed with which you can do it. So for me, when I recorded that fall edits episode, I anticipated being able to do this with the following categories. Stationary products in my office, fancy shoes, bags, cookbooks, casual shoes in the entry area of my home and a closet on the first floor, which are huge pain points, and also outerwear in the hall closet. And then as I got going with these things, I also added craft books, coffee table books, games in a cluttered game corner bench. And that's where things stand as is. But just sitting here, if I did a mental walkthrough of my home and thought of other possibilities off the top of my head, you could also include things like vases, serving platters, children's books, your personal book collection, if you're not wet to keep lots of books, which I am not, mugs, cookware, ask yourself, what do you really use? Kitchen appliances, little kid puzzles. There are so many little concrete micro categories to consider. It's very, very exciting. We'll be right back. People often talk about the impact of things like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrition on skin, but did you know those things impact your hair too? If you've been dealing with hair thinning, you are not alone, and Nutrafol is here to help. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I appreciate that they offer formulas tailored to different life stages, such as postpartum and menopause, as well as different lifestyles, such as plant-based diets. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Edit Your Life listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code EDIT. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and use promo code EDIT. That's Nutrafol.com, using promo code EDIT. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you struggle with boundaries and the general complexities of peopling? Relationships are necessary to our well-being, and some relationships are just, well, complicated. A good chunk of the work I have done in therapy centers on relationships, how to own my part of the story, how to let go of relationships that are toxic, and how to navigate challenging relationships in a way that doesn't drain me. And all of this work helps me show up better for myself and also as a partner, mom, friend, family member, and business owner. If you're thinking of starting therapy, check out BetterHelp. This online therapy platform was designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. Okay, friends, I am going to share some very, very exciting and sexy data on some of the targets that I had. But first, I wanted to talk about some options about where to find your things a new home. So for volume, this summer, I tried using the Vietnam Veterans of America donation pickup service. They pick up donations of all sizes, but I think I would only really want to do this when I have a decent size pickup as I want to make it worth their while. So I think we put out probably three or four boxes and then another four to five bags of clothing. Laurel was in a big decluttering zone this summer, so that is partially why we were able to put out a big load like that. Another great option that I've had a ton of luck with is our Everything is Free Facebook page. You can look and see if your city or town has a page. And on my city page, there is some grumbling from time to time about people not following up on pickups or not responding to messages or what have you. But I think I have a 100% batting rate of people being very responsible, very friendly, picking things up quickly. Usually when I post things, everybody takes a bet around here on how fast somebody's going to claim it. It's usually within minutes and then it's usually gone that day. It's very, very satisfying. If you have a lot of clothes to get rid of, there are usually, in my study anyway, there are tons of donation bins to different nonprofits that are just around town that you could drive to. I also recommend if you have friends or families with younger family who might be at a different life stage, there are all sorts of things you could pass along and offer. Another option, depending on your area, you could look into things like family shelters or other organizations that serve families. And then finally, if you have a lot of books, you can try a bookstore or donating to your local library. Okay, now speaking of books, let's start with that category. So The first thing I tackled was cookbooks because I figured, okay, this is going to be pretty easy. I'm in my kitchen all the time. I know what books I'm touching all the time and what I'm not. And so I started with a total of 26 cookbooks between a very messy stack on the top of my refrigerator and also a stack in a cabinet in our dining area. And what I wanted to strive for was to only have enough cookbooks to fit on that one shelf. I didn't want that messy pile on top of my fridge anymore because it looks cluttered and adds clutter. So from that starting total of 26 cookbooks, I kept 14 and I gave away 12, which is a 46% decluttering rate. So I will note that one good litmus test for me is when I receive a cookbook, especially if it's very picture heavy and just has, you know, maybe one recipe on every page or three. I page through the entire thing and I flag recipes to try. So I had some new cookbooks where I had flagged nothing because nothing appealed or the recipes were too complicated or they were in metric measurements, etc. And so I just got rid of them. There were a couple of cookbooks I lingered over, perhaps due to nostalgia or it was a gift. But if I hadn't made anything out of it, I just was thinking to myself, listen, let somebody else enjoy this volume. So that was very satisfying. 46% to start on my decluttering rate was pretty exciting. The next place I headed was upstairs to my closet where my fancy shoes, including my nice flats, live. 
My starting total was 17 pairs and I ended up keeping 11 and getting rid of six pairs, just squeaking over for a 35% (laughs) decluttering rate. Of the six I got rid of, four just went into the trash because they were just really, really terrible shape. And the other two I have only worn once, but they both murdered my feet. So they're in great condition. Laurel wants to list them on some of the clothing resale apps she uses. So I'm letting her take the lead on that. And if there's no traction, then I will just give them away. Another category in my closet was bags. And this included, you know, handbags, totes, canvas bags, all kinds of bags. I had a starting total of 23. I ended up keeping 13 and getting rid of 10, which was a decluttering rate of 43%. This only took like 10 minutes. I mean, the thing is, all of these categories I'm going to talk about today, it was super quick and super satisfying. So you could just tackle one at a time. I had one day where I went for it and did a number of categories at the same time. But then later I had additional ones that I just did one off. So you can pick and choose whatever you want to do. So anyway, of the nine bags I donated, I just need to say that one of those bags I was holding on for sentimental reasons because it was a gift from a friend and it was my first grown-up bag, yet I was keeping it even though it was stained all over the inside irreparably from an exploded sippy cup full of milk from about 16 years ago. (laughs) So just get rid of the stuff if it's just beyond repair, just get rid of it. Okay. After I finished in my closet, the next area I headed was my casual shoes. So the pain point areas, we have an entryway in the front of our house that collects shoes. And then there is a closet by the garage door. And there's also a hanging shoe rack in the garage. So my starting total of casual shoes, this includes, you know, sneakers, flip-flops, sandals, that kind of thing. My starting total was 16 pairs and I got rid of seven pairs and kept nine. And that is a decluttering rate of 44%. So most of the get rid ofs were easy. A couple pairs went right in the trash because they were in terrible condition and the others, they just weren't the right fit. There were two pairs where I was a little wistful because I really wanted to hang on to them because they were very, very cute but they just didn't fit right. And I clearly wasn't wearing them. I'd probably only worn each of them maybe three or four times. And then I could only wear them when I knew I wasn't going to walk a lot and I like to walk a lot. So out they went. It's also important to note that there were two of my original fall edit episode, 30 to 50% decluttering target goals that have not panned out yet. Or one of them didn't pan out. The other one is kind of on hold. Uh, The first category was outerwear, and I had a 0% decluttering rate. This was my only surprise category, and what happened is it turns out that when I went to the hall closet to review my jackets and get rid of a bunch of them, it turns out I only have one jacket per niche, so one raincoat, one dressy coat, one puffer coat for the winter. So this is all set. And I'll just say, wow, the rest of my family has a lot of jackets, but I am not going there right this moment. The other category that I was hoping on tackling was stationary products. So 
I was planning on helping the process of decluttering my office closet by assembling a very cute box of supplies and tools from my days working at Paper Source. And I was going to bring this box to let people pick through at a professional mastermind I was planning on going to this fall. But sadly, I needed to pull out of those plans. So that is on hold at the moment. My office closet really does need a big overhaul. It's a bit larger project, but I'm going to try to splice off the stationary end of things. And I'm going to see perhaps about donating my craft supplies to the local library makerspace. Okay, more to talk about, and we'll be right back after a quick break. As you know, I am all about micro-improvements, and if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited-time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Especially in this digital age, since we're well beyond handwritten journals and letters to convey history, the preservation of stories is so important, especially from the moms and mom figures in our lives. And if you've been looking for a way to collect those stories but aren't sure how to start, I have a recommendation for you. StoryWorth makes it easy. Every week, they email a loved one of your choosing a question prompt that you pick. For example, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And what aspects of having children didn't turn out the way you expected? Your loved one responds to that email with a story of any length. You will receive copies of these emails as they are submitted. And after one year, StoryWorth compiles the stories and any photos provided into a keepsake book. A friend recently shared how moving it was that her mom gifted copies of her StoryWorth album to immediate family members, a genius idea for expanding the preservation and sharing of those stories to people in different households and generations. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com edit. That's storyworth.com edit to save $10 on your first purchase. Okay, friends, we are back. And I wanted to talk through a few unexpected add-on categories. So because the initial wave of 30 to 50% decluttering was so very satisfying, I just found myself looking around my house like, okay, where else, where else? (laughs) So one category was in my office and it was craft books. And I had a total of five and I gave away five for an 100% craft book decluttering rate. All of these books I had owned for years and years and never made a single thing from. So I would love to help somebody else kick off their crafting journey. I hope they went to a good home. And then the other book category was coffee table books 
downstairs in our living area. There were a total of eight downstairs and I gave away eight again for a 100% decluttering target. These coffee table books were actually on shelves in our main living area. I guess we're just not coffee table book people. So I'm glad those are going to a new home and hopefully somebody will find a lot of joy in them. Now, this last add-on category that I want to talk about is quite exciting because it involves children's games. Now, this was a recent recommendation at the time of this recording. It was just last weekend, and it wasn't on my radar because the games in our house are largely in a corner bench, like a built-in, so it's out of sight, out of mind, but it has been a disaster for like forever. And actually, because John knows I'm on this 30 to 50% decluttering bender, he said to me, wow, this corner could be a really good place to tackle. Gotta love that. So the starting total was 27 games. We decluttered 18, donating them all to an educator via my city's Everything is Free page and kept nine, which was a 67% decluttering rate. Now, it's worth noting that all of my other fall edits were really focused on my stuff, and that is intentional. I wanted to just focus this fall on the things that only I could control, so I didn't need to deal with other people's feelings. But in this case, these were kids' games. So the way I handled it was I pulled all of the games out of the corner bin And Violet for sure knows that it's really difficult to get anything in and out of that corner bin because it is so jammed. And I just pulled all of the games out. I stacked them on a bench and I pulled out two games that I definitely wanted to keep, which were Ticket to Ride and Catan. And then I said to Violet, "Okay, these are the two that I definitely want to keep. Please go ahead and pick whatever you want from this remaining pile to hang on to. And then the rest we will donate. And I didn't drill into her this 30 to 50%. This was my own thing. (laughs) But I just said, why don't you go ahead and take your pick and I'm going to go do something else. So there was no pressure. And it was pretty incredible because of the remaining 25 games after I picked my two, she only picked seven, which was pretty incredible. Okay, so what is next on my 30 to 50% decluttering bender? I mean, high traffic slash aggravation areas are still very much a priority. So I am thinking the next place to tackle might be the kitchen. I'm thinking things like cookware, bakeware. It's a little bit of a heavier lift. I'm just trying to think it out loud right now. It feels a little more difficult, but it would be really useful to get rid of some stuff. So the things we have are easier to access because our cabinets are not really organized in a very logical way. So it's, it's not the best laid out kitchen anyway. So there's that. And then for an easier lift, I was thinking that vases and serving platters would be a really easy, quick, fast one. And then I'm always looking to winnow down books and find books we're not reading or using a new home. So that's another easy and quick priority. 
So for your next edit, you might not be surprised that I'm going to recommend that you look up on Facebook if you have an account and see if your town or city has an everything is free page. As I said, I know that sometimes people on my city page run into issues, but I have not run into any problems. It has been awesome. People have been super responsible. And perhaps with the turn in season or for whatever other reasons, the community organizers have actually just been reiterating the rules about not doing things like ghosting on the Everything is Free page. So it's been super, super awesome. I highly recommend. Okay, friends, I hope this has been helpful. You'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at edityourlifeshow or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 